I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Babe. 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 I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And this is Babe. Babe. You, you are, you are, you cry, you learn, you lose, you learn, you agree, you learn, you choke, you learn. Hi. Um, we're, we're back. back. <laughs> that is that is eerie. That's eerie. I feel like since we doing this, we did not sh- plan that. I feel like since doing this show, you and I are like phoned in on this frequency that is kind of surreal. Yeah, like we really do like finish each other's sentences, like I sentences, know. and say this. It's really weird. And I honestly think this show has made that possible mm-hmm. in a weird way, like un- like accidentally, accidentally, like we didn't totally plan accidentally. This. We did not plan this, but no. here we are. I feel like we, we skipped a week, obviously, because Laura uh, went to. Uh, I went to Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and um. So yeah, we skipped a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you miss us? I think they did. They did. Yeah. The readers really missed. You know what's so funny? Like, it's so funny when we do this once a week. It's like, oh, it's like a lot. But when we go two, Ryan weeks, always when th- we go two weeks, it's too long. So I think I really like a week and a half. <laughs> What do you mean a week and a half? I don't know. Like, a a podcast every week and a half. (laughs) Anyways. It's not going to I love that, like, complicated recording schedule that you're trying to, like, weasel your way into. No, Laura will never let that happen. Don't worry, dear readers. Laura's got your back. (laughs) Absolutely not. She's got your back. But um, Ryan has some news. What are you talking about? Um, About what? Do you want to break it to the readers or should I? Literally, what are you talking about? That you're now sober. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> I am not sober. Shut up. Ryan literally hasn't drank in five days. Five days. Can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe, honey? He goes, how long do you think I'll last? She says tonight. I said tonight. No, I think I'm going to San Francisco tomorrow. And I think that will be the test. <laughs> I would love some wine tonight. Ew, really? Yeah. I'm still feeling good. The first week is always like easy breezy because you just feel like you're back to life. When have you done longer than a week? Did you do a month? Yeah. No. 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 You did like 10 days. I've done. No. Honestly, the longest I've gone probably was when I had my anxiety attack and I didn't drink for like almost a month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It takes a lot for me to stop. <laughs> Ryan needs to like question his life, all his choices, go numb in the face, yeah, be freaking out, yeah, like literally, in order to be like, like maybe I shouldn't drink for a little right. bit. Well, 
what happened was is that you and Jonathan left me all alone on Melrose Place. Oh yeah, you were all alone this past weekend. I, I felt bad for you. And I realized I really truly am codependent on both you and Jonathan because mm-hmm. when you guys both leave at the same time, one of you's gone, who cares? Both I'm like ah! like it's actually insane yeah. when both of you are gone. I'm like, oh shit. Because like you live next door to me. I live with Jonathan within this little compound that we live on. It's my whole world. Yeah. And I mean, I have tons of friends, obviously, <laughs> but I mean, that goes without saying, but, um, but yeah, when you guys are gone, I'm kind of like, I feel a little, you were out to see unmoored. Yeah. I feel a little like crazy. So basically, and also, oh my God. So it was also when my mom was in town. So it kind of felt like Christmas. Like I had a really hard time over yeah, Christmas. You did. So, I mean, truly like really depressed. So then, um, that kind of happened again. It was weird. Like when you were gone, you obviously were getting phone calls from me. I was like really upset. I was like, not in a good way. I was feeling really fragile. I was just, it doesn't take much for you to get to a fragile place is oh, what yeah. I'm realizing. Oh shit. But I was just like waking up every day and feeling depressed and I don't like that feeling. I don't, I'm not used to that feeling either. Mm -hmm. I hadn't felt that way since Christmas. So anyway, (laughs) I like, I saw that the circumstances were the same, which were that you and Jonathan were both out of town and my mom was in town. And Mm -hmm. like, those were the things that set me off last time. Yeah. So, um, so what'd you do differently? Well, I didn't, that was the point. I I was drinking again heavily (laughs) (laughs) to deal with the stress and the anxiety. Uh And I realized every day waking up with a hangover that it made it worse oh yeah what what drinking it, does it really for, does make it it does it makes make it, it worse so much worse because what it does for me is i think when you're hungover you're already kind of a raw nerve and mm-hmm. so when you're already feeling like shit it just gives you none of the resources to deal with things yeah like it kind of reminds me when i was like on pills and how when you were on painkillers you couldn't handle anything like you like literally like a package wouldn't come and i'd be like and i would just have like no coping mechanisms and i'd be like where's my package and i'd just be like freaking out it just it just really really it hypes up your anxiety well it makes you ill-equipped to deal with anything you can't deal with anything like any kind of surprises and this is actually a very like stressful busy time for me for reasons i can't talk about legally (laughs) but but, which are all very good things yeah They're, they're all very good things but they are there's a lot happening at once and I'm very busy right now and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, and it's all, yeah, it's all very good, but I need to be operating uh, at a hundred percent. So I wasn't, I was, when you guys were gone, I was definitely like, you know, boozy Kurtz. And, um, I was like, I woke up on Sunday and I was like, Oh, I feel like shit. This needs to stop. <laughs> and then it's like, and then, you know, and then, then you I got felt, sober. <laughs> I got sober for five days. I'll probably <laughs> drink tonight. Um, no, not tonight. You will. Tomorrow. No, let's have some wine tonight. Ew. God, you are so selfish. Let's have a glass of wine. My God. Ryan, what are you trying to accomplish? You're not even trying to accomplish anything. Well, no, but it No, does, you it, needed to do... You, I, I get that it. you needed to do it for this week because yeah. of reasons we can't say for Legally. legal purposes. Yeah. But now it's over. So let's celebrate. Well, I got well, it. I got it. Well, I got it. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, you weren't drinking. I was were drinking, drinking <laughs> in Oklahoma. Um, well, what else are you gonna do? What else are you gonna do? You know, Casey, y'all. Um, family time. Family time was good. Yeah, yeah. You hung out with your dad. I hung out with my dad. I hung out with my mom. You got Botox. I got Botox. Oh, again. you look great. Thank you. Yeah, I feel 
spectacularly beautiful with my Botox forehead. There's some movement, but it's like such a nice, like when I think you get you still move, I, honestly, yeah, I get, I'm getting all your movements. Though. Yeah. No, I'm very expressive and have extremely strong forehead muscles. So you do. Yeah. So it's just like oh my a God, little, wait, by the way, I was going to tell you this. Has anyone watched, are you plugging influenced your show? Okay. Here's the deal. I so haven't weird. plugged it. And you're such weird. a weirdo. I'm a weirdo, okay. babe. I have like, it's, I'm working through my problems. Okay. Well, let me do it for you, which okay. I have no, I have no problem self-promoting, obviously. I know. <laughs> so Laura has this show with, um, Graydon Shepard, her other gay creative soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> And it's fucking hilarious. It's called Influenced. It's on YouTube. And it's you can find it genius. at influence.life is the website. It's so fucking funny. And I was going to tell you, I was going to call you and I didn't. <laughs> but I watched the episode where it was so good. Graydon <laughs> plays the Uber driver. And you like come <laughs> to prank you. And you go in and you're like, I can't work with Graydon. He's literally doing <laughs> It's just like Graydon's face is just like it's just Graydon like, has the best facial expressions of like oh, when he too. gets sad. We're like we have good chemistry. You have together. good chemistry. It's a great show, it's and I'm really funny. proud of it. And it's I'm bringing my true raw. Have so many videos. I literally like, so many. I checked in yesterday, and I was like, oh my god, there was like four videos I had not seen. Yeah, we've I uploaded like, a ton. Shit. But I think both of us are really bad at self promotion, so we're working. Yeah, we're trying well, to build each other well, up. Because Graydon's like a shy Canadian sweetie pie. Yeah. And but he, it's also one of the funniest people I know. He's truly like he is. I could think. I'm thinking about him now and like want to cry laugh because he just like brings me so much joy. We went to the movies together this weekend. They were like, I was like, I was like in my K hole of like, ugh, I had to, I had to write all these jokes on Saturday, and I was like not feeling very lol, and I was like, I need a lol infusion, and so I texted Graydon and Kyle, and I was like, can we go see Blackers? And then we did. What? Was Blockers funny? Jane Anyways. Cut. Jane Cut. Cut Jane. Anyways, um no, influence.life is the website for me and Graydon's YouTube channel. And if you go to it, like and subscribe. We need hits. We have like a hundred yeah, hits. On I, it's YouTube really video. crazy because I'm like, it's so fucking good, but what you need is honestly like a piece of press. I know. You well, if you're a writer and you're listening, write about it. I will take interviews. Anyways, so I was in Oklahoma. I was hanging out with my family and listing a bunch of my mom's stuff on Craigslist because she's trying to downsize and I'm a good daughter who wants this to help. This moving process with her has been like months long. It's a journey. It's so weird. It's a I met her realtor, Simon, who I'm obsessed with. Is he with. gay? He is not. I mean, he's like a cute... Real estate agents have to be hot. I feel like we have to cut this because I feel like Simon's going to listen to it. He listens to Babe? Well, now I told him about my podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I love how, by the way, you're like, I have a hard time self-promoting. And then you're like, Simon, here's my business card. It's like, go to babepodcast.com. <laughs> oh, God, you're such a weirdo. But he helped Vicky Gunvalson. Oh, right. Daughter. You told me about this. And Brianna. He, and he was... Brianna, who's my everything. I love Brianna. He had some good Vicky stories. What it, wait, what <laughs> is it? You can't say. You can't say it? Fuck. No. Wait, can we say it on the bonus episode? Yeah, we'll say it on the bonus okay. episode. But wait, I mean, I think with Patreon members, we're kind of just hoping that there's the honor code kind of enforced where people don't talk. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Like they don't like blab what we're talking about because mm-hmm. we do talk about some shit on there. We did, but nothing bad. I mean, we're never going to talk shit that we're going to get like huge trouble for. No. At least I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying to have a life. 
Yeah. I just I just recently am able to pay for workout classes again. So well, you guys, Laura keep... is getting her life back on track. Yeah, my life's getting back on track. I just started working out again today. I feel amazing. Oh, you worked out today? Yeah. Oh, that's great. And oh, sweat garage? I went to sweat garage I and too. I didn't barf during the class, which was a first. I... Yeah, Jenna, Jenna, your friend Jenna that was in town was like... I got sick, like yeah. She literally was like, "Laura just vomited," and I was like, "What?" Yeah, I was I'm like having this thing where I was like vomiting during workout classes because you're just. Are you I think out it's of just shape? I hadn't done it, and I was out of shape. Yeah. And today I took things really slow and didn't drink too much water, and then just like I'm easing myself back into a fitness lifestyle because I was like so fitnessy, and then I had to stop because I didn't have money. Yeah. So now. So now you're working out again. So I'm working out again. Cha-ching! I'm trying to figure out my tax drama, which is always a troll. And I troll myself with it because I think I'm missing the deadline for taxes. But my accountant did file an extension. So if anyone's listening who has tax problems, file your extension. And then at least you're buying yourself some time. Don't just not pay your taxes. Trust it never works out the way you want it to. I incorporated. You did? Yeah. Babe. Well, I, don't, I, need, I need to get the paperwork, but we filed the name. That's exciting. Hey, Han Productions. Oh. Yeah, do you love Honey, I love that. I know. I like it. That's so yeah. exciting. It's cute, right? I want a company. <laughs> Your brain always goes there. I want one, too. I, I want it. That's exciting. Yeah, God, exciting. we're so much business is getting done. We are. Our t- well, speaking of which, our t-shirts are... <laughs> what? <laughs> They're happening. Our t-shirts are happening. They're we happening. just got a sample. Laura was not... I love a certain elements of it, but it didn't well, love the, the, other elements. And uh, so we're getting, right. we're, we're doing a little tweakage, yeah. but once this merch comes out, it's going to be worth the wait. I, I think so too. Super, super swear. It's going to look really cute. It's going to look really chic. It's really well done. And I feel, you know, we're like clothing designers now, oh, as far please. as I'm concerned. Okay. We're fashion. Slow down. We're in fashion now. Oh my God. Okay. Streetwear. Watch Street out. Air. We're disrupting Supreme. the market. I'm like... Take our shirts to Fairfax, and I'm oh my God, limited we to, drop. We go to Fairfax. <laughs> <laughs> you need to just drop them on the floor and then walk away. We need limited to, drop. We need to do a Babe Supreme. Babe X Supreme. Yeah, Babe oh, yeah. X Supreme. Well, Nan Golden just did a fucking thing with Supreme, which I thought was psychotic. But I would. I mean, I'm, we need a Babe Supreme collab. Okay. I see that in our future. Just wait until you see this merch. It's fucking Supreme Babe. Sick. Supreme babe. Yeah. Supreme babe. Supreme babe. I'm telling you, babe. Okay. Supreme. Okay. Well, secret it. Who has connections to Supreme? Let us know. Email us, babepodcast at Our readers are really connected, actually, I feel like. I know. Our readers are chic. They're they influencers. Chic. They're movers. They're shakers. <laughs> they're readers. We're layer downers. This <laughs> podcast is actually a podcast for geniuses. I think so, too. It is. If you listen to this podcast and you love it, you're very smart. And honestly, nothing proves that more than the stellar reviews that we get. The stellar reviews. The reviews and that are truly law, so well written. Yeah. Everything's so well written. Everyone's so smart. And I'm glad to be surrounded by people who raise me up. <laughs> and that's the readers. Oh. So one thing I had to do when I was in Oklahoma, when I was listing all my mom's shit on Craigslist, I encountered a lot of babes and in the form of Craigslist scammers. I didn't know about this. You told me this on the phone. And I didn't quite understand. You it. didn't understand. And I didn't understand until I Googled some shit. But there are so many Craigslist scammers. Out but there. like in what way? I'm very confused. How okay, so work? I'm going to break down Craigslist scams so that no one has to go through, like no one gets their identity stolen. Were you aware of Craigslist scammers before doing this? 
I was, but not of, I didn't know their tactics. Okay. So I listed some of my mom's furniture on uh, Craigslist and like certain things were like not that nice, like my bedroom furniture or whatever. But then she had a a few nice like pieces that should take in a little bit of cash. And so for the nice, for like the really, the nicer higher end stuff, I would get these messages that was like, it would, it would just be like a generic response, like a text message response to my Craigslist ad that would have like the name of whatever like article of thing I was selling on Craigslist. And then just like, a, is this available? Okay. So I'd respond and be like, yeah, it's available. Like, let me know if you want to come by and look at it. And then they'd be like, well, I actually, I want it, but I can't come by i'm like they'd either be like oh i'm out of state or i'm in the army or my daughter like i'm taking care of my daughter but um can i send you a check and when the check clears uh, i'll send movers to come pick up the furniture and at first i was like yeah like dev send them make the check out to like xyz but then I had like a suspicion that this was a scam. So then I Googled Craigslist scam, like check. And apparently what they do is they send you a fraudulent check that clears because your bank has to clear a check within 24 hours. So you get the, they'll usually offer to pay extra. They'll be like, I'll pay you $20 extra to take down the post and like reserve the item for me. Then they send you a check to your address. You cash it. It goes through you tell them they send whatever movers to pick up the furniture you're selling. Then six to 10 days after the check gets identified as fraudulent, you get stuck with the fraudulent check fees. No. And then they just have your furniture and you've just like given your furniture away to like a scammer. Oh my God. That's brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. <laughs> but also I was just like, fuck. I was like so glad that I was doing it. Cause my mom literally would just get cleaned out by people. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, so that would happen a lot. I think it happens a lot. And I feel like they target like not to be ageist, but I feel like they target older people that just like aren't in the lonely know. older woman selling her belongings. Yeah, was that but, the headline like, was that the posting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I think that they just know, like, and they flag. They have like automatic responses to certain keywords in Craigslist listings. So uh-huh. it's, I think it's over a certain price point, or if it's um like a brand name of something they flag it and it automatically sends a message to whoever listed it. So that's one method. Another method that they do is they send one person sent me, they texted me and asked me about a thing and I was like, yeah, it's available. Do you want to come look at it? And then they sent me a Google verification code. Like I randomly got like a Google verification code and they were like, okay, well, I just sent you a verification code that you need to send me that will verify if your listing is real or not. And I was like, this is a scam. Like you're literally trying to log into my Gmail. Oh my God. And so I was like, no, I'm not doing, I'm not sending you that. And then they were like, just send it, prove that it's real, prove it. And I was like, no, I'm not. And then I just started threatening everyone that messaged me like this. I was like, I'm reporting you to the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) You did? Yeah. And then they stopped immediately. Wait, babe, this is weird. I'm like, this is so seedy. No, it's so seedy. And I got probably 20 of these types of messages, all from different style accounts. Did you get any real ones? Yeah, I sold a lot of the furniture to like real nice people on Craigslist. But then there's so many like scammers out there. So I'm just saying you got to be careful on Craigslist. Yeah. 
You do. And if ever... That's harrowing. Yeah. And if anyone ever says People thought that, a quiet place was scary. I'm like, if you text me again, I'm reporting you to the police. And then they stop You should... That's actually a good, a good catch-all for anyone. Yeah. Really. Anyone that you don't want to talk to. Just yeah. Say, if like a random <laughs> jerk guy keeps Someone like, you don't want to be friends you. with anymore, please stop texting me or I'll report you to the I'm police. I'm reporting you to the FBI. <laughs> I'm reporting your number to the FBI. Stop texting. That's my favorite line that I've said to anyone all week. Oh, that's amazing. Send me the code. Prove it. Prove it. (laughs) I was like, I have nothing to prove except you to the FBI. Oh, my God. So I protected my mom from getting her. Was your mom in the loop about any of this? Was she? I only looped her in when we needed to like coordinate something. Okay. She was just like Dustin. Yeah. And so, and then we had some fights but then we solved that it was fights very, about what just like i'd try and list something and then she'd be like she'd be like why are you listening for that price why don't you listen for this and then i'd be like i just researched everything and we'd just talk about what she wanted you for. to list it for hire yeah or she i think she had a misconception that like a lot of her stuff was gonna be like valuable yeah yeah and it's it, not it's the, junk it's nothing trash. is valuable it's garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah and it's not like she has bad stuff it's just like you're no, never no. gonna get you're never gonna like i remember once i bought this really hideous <laughs> black crushed velvet <laughs> blazer from true religion oh my god yeah you've talked about this before on the podcast i think you i think i have somewhere and and i thought and it was <laughs> trash i remember buying it being like this is how much did you spend trash, on like it seven hundred dollars like in 2005. I just peed, I yeah. think. And then I remember, then it took me like, I knew it was hideous. I was like with a gay friend who was like tragic. Oh my God. His name, was, his name was Hector. Tr- and he was like, <laughs> what? I, I'm just seeing like Hector okay. seeing this and encouraging so Hector this had really bad style. I mean, really bad style. It's Orange County. He was awful. He was sweet, but whatever. Anyway, so we go shopping at Saks Fifth <laughs> Avenue and he's like, I, he sees this blazer and he's like, oh my God. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, I like it too. And he was like, you need to buy it. And I was like, and it was like this weird. I've I mean, never seen you wear a blazer in our entire no, friendship. forget it. I just threw away a Marc Jacobs blazer yesterday. <laughs> I was like, it's almost old. It was trash. It's a blazer. I fucking hate blazers. Fuck blazers. So I'm into blazers like for women. Yeah. For women, of course. Yeah. But uh basically i got like weirdly queer pressured into buying this blazer and i was like and i just kind of knew even instinctually at the age of 19 that it was total trash and then and you're just like whatever i'll pay 700 i never wore it and then no Did that's it have not true diamonds i wore on it? it no but it was just it Did was it have crystals on it no was it, it embroidered no but it was, it was just, just velvet black crushed velvet it did was it have awful. like a color on the inside it was it was like knee length almost <laughs> it was trash no no it was trash so Do you then, have a picture of it? Yeah, I'm sure there's like Polaroids lying you around. You need to show. We need to share with okay. the readers. So basically, like when I moved to New York, it was like this. I, I never a knee length blazer. It was awful. That's not even a blazer. No, it's not. Is I it don't know what coat? it was. No, it wasn't like. It wasn't like. It's hard to describe. Was it like a tuxedo? It was like, like no, a, it wasn't to the knee. It was like it was halfway. I don't really know what it was. I, I just admit- knew it was trash. So then I when just I got a bone chill. So I never threw it away because, you know, I'm from Ventura and I did, I was raised in a, in a walk-in closet. And so there, <laughs> I am kind of blue collar, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I could not, I could not rationalize throwing away a $700 blazer thing, peacoat mm-hmm. hybrid. 
And so I went to Tokyo 7 in the East Village and they literally like laughed at me. They were like... You can't resell true religion for anything. You can barely give true religion away. No. People stopped believing in that religion. I'll tell you that. I had two pairs of true religion jeans. Oh, I had tons of true religion jeans. They made my ass look great. Yeah. They had a good ass look. Their pockets were weird though. They were low, but somehow it looked good on the butt. I used to wear 7s a lot too. Sevens never fit me like the way I wish they would have. Yeah. J brands were really my go-to. I know. We get it. I know. We love J brands. I love it. We've been there. I was looking through the white girl problem because I I haven't had a copy of white girl problems in my apartment for a long time. Uh-huh. And Did you get a copy? I got a copy because I had copies left over at my mom's. Oh, nice. And I was looking through it and reading some of it again and remembering how hysterical it is. Oh, it's so funny. It is truly, funny. it stands the test of time. Yeah, it's truly But then truly I was looking through all the drawings, like Babe's drawings and like all her genes or j brand and i was like that was in the peak throes of my j brand obsession yeah i don't think people wear j brands anymore j brand's not as popular as it once was but it still holds a special place in my heart i'm just wearing american apparel jeans right now oh my god he's so down to earth i know he's relatable Mm -hmm. you guys in case you had any questions i'm telling you i'm telling you right now ryan's just like you i'm telling you 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 were raised in a walk-in closet and that's it (laughs) i was i wish you could have seen the closet i lived in is that the the article of clothing you've spent the most money on? No. I don't know what that is. I know that I bought a leather jacket from Marc Jacobs for like seven fifty mm-hmm. in 2005, but I've worn it. I still wear it. I wore it like last week. Yeah. I honestly think a leather jacket is a, a leather really jacket investment. is an investment. It's a really piece. good investment. Yeah. I bought um, one in college and I still, I've worn yeah, it for 10 plus years. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of knew that too. Um, I don't know actually what the most expensive thing. Definitely not. A th- nothing a thousand dollars i'm only a, i'm a guy like what am i gonna i don't have jewelry like i don't what could be more expensive yeah i guess like i guess a leather jacket would be i mean like there's ones at acne for like 1600 mm-hmm. that i covet and i want yeah i'm yeah. not at that level well i don't know i really stopped going in like stores like that because it just becomes it, it becomes a troll and it yeah. actually is like physically painful to mm-hmm. like go in a store where you can't afford anything and Mm -hmm. then just like see things you want yeah so the only stores i go in are like secondhand or like thrift stores and that's in my price point so then i can get like one or two things i still have a lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) you don't say still have a lot of fun wait you you haven't worn your muscle tee because i can't (laughs) That was a mistake. That was a mistake. You really thought it was a mistake? I it yeah, photographed no, it well. No. Can I have it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you have a photo of it, don't you? Yeah. Oh, I was we- going to post it on the Patreon. I need to post it on the Patreon so the viewers, because that was the episode we did where we talked about your muscle tea. Oh, my God. So I'll put yeah, it on no, the Patreon. No, I'm never wearing it again. I knew it. I knew it the day that I wore it, and I was like, nope, can't pull this off. I just can't pull it off. I really can't. Remember we went to a weird birthday party and I was so sad because I, I have that high hater shirt that is so good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but like it was so sweat stained. And it was a bad look. Awful. That part. It Awful. was not a good look. I remember I ran into Jerry O'Connell there. <laughs> and he Did he was make like, a comment? Well, it, you know, I mean like. We, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> the thing is that I was thin. Like I was like I was. The thing is I was. Thin. You were thin, but you wore an incredibly unflattering. Oh, unflattering! It made me look huge. Yeah, it was bizarre. Looked, I looked huge. You looked like a little pork. I looked like a little pork ball. So I looked <laughs> like Jer- I looked like Jerry O'Connell and Stand by Me. You know what I mean? When in <laughs> reality, tell him that no, because he was like he was like oh like you know I saw I think I'd posted about working out. He's like oh, I see see that you've been working out. You know it shows, and I was like. Thank you, but like I knew that it didn't because I was wearing that awful. You were wearing tape. a weird, but it you cut the sleeves awful. off. Yeah, you cut the sleeves off. You did. Oh that. my god, you asked me. Yeah, but you did that. Never again. It was a saboteur move. No, you asked. You self sabotage, and it sucks because I just threw away that. Who hi- am I to say no? <laughs> Who am I to say no I to just, your vision? I just threw away the T-shirt, which is yeah, sucks because it was to get rid of it, it was a collector's thing. It was but you could get another one on eBay. No, I'm you sure. can't. You can. No, Andrew Quo did it. You can't do it. You can find. I'm sure you can find one. No. Well, we'll see. Now I'm on a mission. <laughs> now I have something to do over the next week. Yeah, I'm sure. Um. So anyway, that was also just like one of those parties where. You wanted to look good. It was a Hollywood party. It was. And I looked great. <laughs> you looked great. I looked fantastic at that party. Remember, like, remember, I knew I looked bad when someone took a photo of us by the pool from very far away, <laughs> and I still looked humongous. Yeah, from very far away. A muscle tee, but the, okay. The opening. And the thing is, that I have muscles. That's the weird yeah. part. I don't get it. My body is just not meant for it. No, and that's okay. I know. There are things my body isn't meant for. Like what? I'm having a oh hard... Oh, my God. I'm having a hard insane. time thinking of it. But I know that there are some things like that what? are unflattering. Like what? I don't know. Okay. I can't off the top of well, my head think about I'm it. <laughs> misrelatable over here. <laughs> but there are. Like, there are certain articles of clothing I've put on and it's been a no. I just can't think of it. Anyways... Um, Amy Schumer and I feel pretty over here. (laughs) (laughs) I love that movie. I am gorgeous. It's like, yeah, you you are confused. You are actually pretty thin and look great. Yeah, you're an attractive lady. (laughs) Don't really understand. (laughs) Um, I'm curious. I want to see that movie. Oh, I want to see it too. I love Michelle Williams playing like a bitchy something mm-hmm. or other. I think that's gonna be like a fun thing for her. I live. Yeah. And I Naomi love Amy Campbell. And I do love Amy Schumer. I do. Yeah. I think she's funny. It wasn't her fault. Story she... break. <laughs> Amy Schumer's funny. Oh my well, God. Well, you know, I think we all got confused when she made Snatched. Yeah. Yeah. That was confusing. I don't blame her for that. Yeah. I don't know who to blame. I don't know. I'm who still to... looking for someone yeah, to blame, please. but it's not. If her. you can, if babes, if you can find someone who to appropriately blame for snatch, I feel like someone needs to come and take responsibility for that movie yeah. and be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm really sorry. sorry. Like, it was me. This is my fault. Yeah, like, yeah, either totally. like an executive or a producer right. or like Something. someone who fucked that movie up yeah. because it should have been hysterical i also love like getting goldie out of retirement to do nothing yeah literally like goldie here's the role that you've been waiting for for the last 24 years and she's just like in the movie she's like hey don't do that <laughs> that's like her she's role. like is that porn yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i it's confusing <sighs> and i would like someone to you know do what the right thing yeah please yeah, please if you're if one of the readers is responsible for snatched just say it. Just say it. Write us okay. an email. Yeah. And the, all is forgiven. Yeah. I'd like the three ninety nine back that I paid to watch. <laughs> you paid three ninety nine on Amazon Video. Oh, I I saw it in theaters. So what are you writing? I'm just writing my name. 
Laura's doodling when she's in the virgin suicides over here. <laughs> I have she's a diary <laughs> of stuff we have to talk about. You're like trip fun trip trip fontaine. Let's talk about what we you wanted to talk about Odessa Adler. Oh, okay. So here's the deal. Who so, is this? So blockers okay so blockers stars pamela adlon's daughter gideon adion adlon mm-hmm. can't say that fucking name gideon adlon pamela adlon is the creator and star of the show called better things on fx which i have not oh, seen oh i need to watch that i've not seen but everyone loves it so it's a babe i should watch it like yeah. an exclamation yeah, point babe so um so basically gideon is like 20 and she's in the movie and she does mm-hmm. a fine job um i love a girl named gideon well the daughter's names are gideon Mm-hmm. Odessa and Rocky. She Babe, I actually don't know how you don't know these girls because they are I don't know either. They are like LA lit. Like they are just like they're just gorgeous, stunning, like creative girls. Like, are they on just, Instagram? Oh, honey. They're oh on Instagram. God. I can't wait. So okay, to go so I that. one night could not sleep. Oh, it's when Laura and Jonathan were away. <laughs> <laughs> when we're away, Ryan will play. <laughs> So I just fell down. So I looked up Gideon, and to be honest, I was kind of bored. I was like, "Whatever, moving yeah. on." Mm-hmm. She just seems kind of lame. The star of the show, yeah. So, that, but then I started looking at photos of her and her sisters, and I looked at Odessa, who I think is the middle. She's eighteen. Mm-hmm. She's stunning. I mean, like I need to like look like, her up. Literally, like comically beautiful and so self-assured so stylish i was like who is this girl i literally <laughs> was like holy shit my jaw dropped and then i realized that she's dating jaden smith which of course she is the the paparazzi photos of her and jaden are unreal they're just like photographed like making out in calabasas oh my god looking... she has one hundred twenty-four thousand followers no she's stunning she's 18 she did like now she's an actress she like did a arc on nashville and now she got cast in some CBS pilot, which I'm like, honey, you're actually like too good for that. You should do some like indie. Oh my God. She's artsy. No, no she's oh. artsy as fuck. She was in. What uh, is this movie? What? Oh, she was in love on Netflix. She, she had like a, a little role. Yeah. Yeah. That's her. She's oh my just God. Like, she's, she's honestly just a remarkably self-possessed, cool as fuck, stylish teenager. And it's just, you know, I think LA girls are just like, born self-possessed because they just are given like the resources and the encouragement to like be like themselves at a very young age i think that's honestly like kind of it's i think that's kind of the draws that you're seeing people who are like 17 and like you're like wow when i was 17 i literally hated myself and i wasn't sure of myself and all this stuff and like i was on drugs and having like a nervous breakdown and i mean i'm sure they are too but they're looking a lot better doing it yeah (laughs) they're like it's so weird because like when i was at home i was going through old photos and i uncovered a lot from like my high school days and it was so weird to like see myself because I look really innocent in the mm. photos. Like mm-hmm. I, you would not be looking at those and be like, Oh my God, this is like someone that's on like drugs all the time and like hates right. her life and is depressed and like has undergone like sexual I used to take assault. photos of me and my friends doing Coke in college. You're a psycho. And I would post them to live journal. I was insane. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I know that's like the sign of someone that's like not a cokehead. Is that? Oh, totally. Just like, they're just like I hate a coke photo shoot. I hated coke, but I would have a coke photo shoot all the time. Yeah, but I just like looked really innocent and not edgy at all. Even though I'm I was not doing that innocent. Yeah, even though I was like doing lots of crazy shit, and then I and it's not like these LA girls that are just like sexy sexual. It's teens. crazy. They're like, just they're just so. 
it, they look again. I keep saying the word self possessed. They just look so powerful and yeah. so sure of themselves, which I'm sure is like kind of posturing, but it still is jarring to see that level of confidence exuding from a 17 year old girl. Yeah. Have you seen, did you see the, any of the photos of her and Jaden? No. Oh, it's beyond. <sighs> it's like her and Jaden are just like the it couple. So is she a babe exclamation for you? She probably is. A she's definitely babe? a babe. She's probably a babe. And you but cannot then, be 17 and like kind of famous offspring wait, and not can you be just a Google? Babe? I want you to see. I'm sorry. Can you just Google it? I want Her you to see. Jayden? Yeah. Like, babe, it's beyond. Like, she's so chic. I was she's really stunning. obsessed with Jaden's ex, Sarah Snyder. Oh, yeah. Who was she? I don't know. Her. She like got arrested for like <laughs> grand larceny shoplifting or something. <laughs> she's like a real babe. Shoplifting like, is a very babe. Shoplifting is a mega babe, especially when you're like rich. I mean, I was addicted to shoplifting. I know you yeah. were. I. It's not for me. It's not my crime of choice, but I like support like a shoplifting journey. I really consider shoplifting a lot, but I can never pull the plug because I'm just like would be horrified. I think it all. I mean, not to be like that bitch, but I think it's you didn't even Google it. I'm googling you it now. To, Don't tell you your shoplifting story because you've already. Told I'm not it. going to. I'm just saying. I think that not to be that bitch but i think that like if you're shoplifting from like a huge corporation like tbh who cares but if you're shoplifting from like a locally owned business that's not chic yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i have politics you're looking yeah i'm looking odessa adlon Jaden smith Jaden smith is a babe yeah well he's all the babes yeah he's all the babes at once i like that he does oh wow babe she's unreal she almost feels like a sofia coppola character or or honestly like a larry Clark clark character brought to life oh my god she's gorgeous she's stunning and she got she got cast in some cbs multicam Uh, lol she's like filming it now oh my god my favorite thing is seeing oh they held hands at coachella okay she's at coachella literally wearing something my favorite thing about like let me see oh yeah She's literally like, hmm? Yeah, she's like, yeah. She's at Coachella wearing something that if I wore, I would get 5150. Like, immediately my friends would call. Everything she wears is like something my friends would be like, Mark is a red flag that I've lost my mind. And it would not only be that, but it would look so horrible on me. But she pulls it off. She's like an ink girl. These girls, how do they do it? How do they do it? How do they, like, know exactly? She's literally wearing, like, she looks like someone who belongs at like an AA meeting in Reading, but it's chic. Oh my God. Like this one, what the fuck is she wearing? Like truly what the fuck? That's a true babe move is when you literally dress like, but you're stunning and you're thin. Person, so you can pull it yeah, off. And you're just like, whatever. whatever. And yeah, like, no, I agree. It's like they put, they like got clothes they out of like, a garbage can and literally just rolled around in dirt. And they were like stylish. Oh my God. What? No, she's like beyond. Are you kidding? She's really chic. She looks like, she kind of looks like Melania Giudice. Oh my God. She kind of does. She does. Wow. But I'm curious. I think everyone has like their Instagram, like K-hole Yeah, I want to like, know who. Odessa's mine. Okay. Yeah. She's oh. about to be mine. Who else have I gotten into like recently on Instagram? Lauren um, Alice Avery is a babe. We've never talked uh, about her. She is... Life. She yeah. just Instagrammed that she's been sick because she has toxic mold in her house. Oh yeah. For like th- she like I've been sick for three years. 
in her like Brentwood, which mansion. I think, which I think is by the way a total a Sky Ferreira addiction. move. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they. It's a heroin. And it's called. It's called black mold slash black tar. <laughs> like literally, like um, let's not get it twisted. No, she is everything. You need to read her. Her LA Weekly profile. Her LA Weekly profile. It's insane. Yeah. If you guys don't know about Lauren Alice Avery, she's just like this eighth generation Angelino. She's she made a short film called Tears of Santa Barbara, which is like truly lol. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's good. My friend who hangs out with a lot of crazy people and has a high tolerance literally hung out with her for like a week and was like, I can't. And then had to like bail. Which I'm sorry, like if he is saying that, then that means she's truly next level, babe. I'm really, yeah, she's a really good one to to watch. I'm trying to think of who else. There's all these like fringe babes, I feel like. So many fringe babes. And they're usually like 18 to 21 years old. Yeah, which is peak babe age. Yeah. And with access to like Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I'm kind of like, I look at them and I'm just like, I feel so old. Yeah. Well, there's the, there's like the teenage babes that are true babes because they encapsulate like every layer of babe. And then like, there's like Instagram models that are like just babe. Like they're like that aren't in like the cool teenage, but they're just like hot girls on Instagram, like making everything about themselves. Right. But they can be fun to look at sometimes. Then there's like Victoria's Secret models on Instagram that are like, you get like a model off duty or like you get like Victoria's Secret or like high fashion models, which Mm -hmm. is its own brand of Instagram. That's fun. Then you get like influencer, like cool women, which can be like very scary sometimes. (laughs) I want to get off Instagram, but I feel like I can't. What are you talking about? Like, oh, I want to quit. quit. I want to quit Facebook because I hate Facebook and well, I yeah. never go on Facebook. But we need it to, like, promote shit, TBH. We're a slave. We're slaves. Slaves to social media. I know. It sucks. I love Instagram. I, I would have... like to quit every form of social media. No, I love, I love Instagram. I see no nothing wrong with it. Twitter's annoying. Instagram doesn't make you feel bad? No. Oh, I don't my God. I relate to that. I don't relate to that. There are so many people that are like, oh, I, I like bad for my man's whole life. I feel bad. I don't get it. I just don't feel that. I don't, I don't ever feel bad. But do you not? I guess, do you follow only people that you know in real life? Yeah, or no. But like, No. But mostly, I don't have, I honestly think it's a girl thing a little bit to like, to follow like, I don't know. Like that's a gender assessment that I will take you to task for in the comments. I don't know. I just think that girls like they fall out of Instagram. And I I think also like the Instagram thoughts. I, I don't know. I just don't do it. I don't follow. I don't know. It's not Instagram models that make me feel bad. It's like. It's just seeing people that, and I understand now that like everything, like social media obviously is a place where you project like the best version of your life and like the chicest of the chic of what's going on. And like more often than not, like it's a lie. And so yeah, that's so weird I get to me that though. On a I don't relate level. to that, but you also you don't do that. I don't do that. No, well, I don't do that. I mean, obviously, I pick like selfies where I look good, but like I don't. Well, I don't yeah, ever, but I'm not. I like, don't ever project a lie. No, at all. I'm not like trying to posture like I'm like rich or like have shit going on God, that no. I don't like actually have going on. But like, it's like when I see other women's lifestyle who might be like my contemporaries or people that I compare myself, it's just really easy to get into a vibe of like comparing myself to these other women and like, and, and men, but like, I don't know. It didn't used to be that way for me. And I used to be like you where I was like really 
confused by people that had a negative reaction or were triggered by social media. I was right. like, don't relate anyways. But then somehow it crept in and it really, I was like, I would just spend hours looking at and being like, it just makes me feel full of like want and like coveting that's, other well, people's That's most lives. people. I just don't, I don't know. I feel comfortable with where I'm at, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's what it comes down to. Like I feel comfortable with where I'm at in my life and I don't feel like competitive or something or yeah like, feel like it's I'm like lacking. i just have to be i think i have to be like mindful of how much i look at instagram because i would rather just use it to post whatever i want to post and then be like done oh, i know but when like, i feel kind of weird what those fucking like boys that are always just, like naked when they're just like always on a boat in venice and like mm-hmm. getting naked <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about yeah they live a very I, it's very weird it's like a very weird lifestyle where they're, they're all just like constantly like in venice in malibu and santa monica constantly naked constantly just like swimming it's weird it's like weird i like i don't understand their lives but they all look so hot it's idyllic and and i it's so idyllic it's like call me by your fucking name and i don't know like what they do and it's weird because they're always just naked together and like like nbd like i'm like do these men all fuck each other i'm honestly like i think they're just like hot naked friends yeah which is kind of like mind-blowing to me oh oh my god well i don't think i've talked about this on the podcast about that weird sex party that i may have been invited to i didn't (laughs) talk about that right no you need to talk about that okay so this is like a nice segue actually into this so a few years ago we went to palm springs for a franz birthday party and a guy was there that i never met before but he came he was a friend of a friend or whatever the fuck and he was so hot. And I actually really liked his personality. He was like a lawler. He's kind of a bitch, but like in a good way. Mm-hmm. And he was just most important. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He looked very sexy. And I was like kind of vibing with him, but I, but like, I operate from a place of like Grendel, even though like when I'm not. So like I can't imagine. And he was like a different genre of hot. I also think gay men are very good at like knowing what they're working with. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and we stick to the rivers and lakes that we're used to. Play to your strengths. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We know exactly like how to get, like, but, but I would never like try to even pretend to go after like a guy with a giant muscle body that like works out the gym, like seven days a week. Like that just isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically like, I was like, okay, well I'm vibing with this guy, but he also came with her friend and like, I don't think he's into me smash cut to literally like four years later. Right. Four years? Has it been four years? When Maybe. was that birthday? That was a what long birthday? time ago. The birthday that I met him at. Oh. 2014. Yeah, yeah four that was ago. four years ago. So Smash cut to three weeks ago. I get an invite to this guy's, to this same guy's housewarming party or something for he and his boyfriend in West Hollywood. And I checked the guest list. It is all shirtless men, all their profile pictures are shirtless men. They're all live in West Hollywood. There's not one woman on the invite list. Not one. Mm-hmm. And it's this guy and his boyfriend who's like also a muscle daddy. He's like 50. This guy's like 31 or something like that. But he obviously started dating a f- 
older guy and they're hot and they literally like posting things like can't wait to see you guys and it's like a picture of them shirtless and i'm like and i'm like getting these vibes i'm like is this like low-key a sex orgy like am i getting invited to like a sex orgy a sex party yeah yeah and then you were well i don't i don't know you didn't know hold on i didn't go so I know I should have gone, so I would have even a more salacious story to tell for the pod. But so here's someone the deal. was in a K hole of depression. I, I was was like playing like shoegaze and, and like, like laying on his wine. bed drinking wine and feeling sad. Yeah, yeah. So so basically, the guy com- comments on the wall, being like, "Hey guys, just for clarification, this is not a sex party, lol." So I guess other people were like, "Is this a sex party?" You know. And he's like, no, it's just like a kickback, whatever. Then he DMs me and he's like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. We met in Palm Springs a few years ago. And I was like, yeah, babe, I remember you. He goes, you know, I had a huge crush on you and I just think it'd be really cool if you came to this party. Oh. And I was like, excuse me? I was like, I had a crush on you. And he's like, well, maybe you should come. It would be like a nice icebreaker. And I was like, uh. I'm like literally like all my teeth like fall out. I'm literally like, I know. I'm like, like, Jonathan, get out. (laughs) You're like, extend your trip. This guy was so hot. You met him. He's hot, but a psycho. Fuck. Yeah. He's a psycho. Which I love. He was like, you can bring your friends, but like, I didn't know anyone in my friend group, which is probably a failure of mine that like I felt would make sense at a sex party. Or at a party full of like I'm weird like, WeHo hot. muscle gays because that's not who I hang out with. So I literally like I and guess I, I need town, I guess so. I need new friends. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the moral of the story. I mean, ne- so I never went. Maybe I should text him and be like, "Hey, like, couldn't like, make I'm it." So to your sorry, thing, I couldn't make it. But like, let's hang out sometime. Should I do that? I don't know. Are you trying to like fuck him on the side? Yeah, of course I am. I think that's messy, and I think you definitely shouldn't. It's not messy because he doesn't. He's not in our friend group at all. Yeah, but he's around. But I haven't seen him. Well, then you've just talked about him on this podcast. <laughs> and then it would be like a thing. Let me have him. Please, <laughs> please, please. Um, we both have boyfriends. Well, maybe you guys should all go out together. The, f- four, the four of, of you. Okay. And then see what happens. Sure. And maybe something magical would happen. I wish that I like did go, though. I kind of regret that yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you should have gone. But I, I was not strong enough to go on my but own. But that would have been fun. Uh, or not, but it would have been an experience. And yeah. I feel like I'm kind of giving less like, fucks as I've gone yeah, older. I, TBH. I'm, like, I'm in a place in my life where I'm like 100% cool just showing up alone to places. Really? Like, it does not troll me. What? I can't. I, I can feel like up, wherever I, I go, I'm going to know someone. I'm just saying, I think everyone should look at their friend group and say, is there a person here I could bring to a sex party? And if you don't have one, you need to rethink things. You need to get a friend that's like a sex party friend. Yeah. But I would be your person. Yeah, you would. Well, and then I was out of town. So you do not need to reexamine. I would have totally brought you, but you also would have been the only woman there. But I mean, you've been to a lot. Of what else is new? Yeah, what else is new? Seriously. Literally. Yeah. Well, next time. Anyway, that that is to say that there is, I guess, a certain group of gays that I kind of do like get overwhelmed by, and I'm like, and like those fucking naked Venice yacht boys, I'm like, kind of like, whoa, like intimidated. I'm, I'm intimidated by them a little bit, not because I think that they're well, like, just like they're funnier all, or whatever. No, like, but it's like they're all so hot and, and like, like comfortable with themselves, and they feel like they just project this image that they're like living in some weird gay West Side utopia where all they do is just swim with the fucking dolphins and like fuck each other. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just like hot friends who like go on a boat. 
who just like don't care that they're all naked together too. Yeah. Okay. I've been invited to go on the boat. I just yeah. haven't had a chance to yet. Of course you've been invited on the fucking boat. Jesus I'm Christ. I'm really excited. Why am I surprised? Who invited you on the boat? I mean, I know all those guys and they're very sexy and very hot and like very naked. You do know all and those photogenic. guys. photogenic. Yeah. Would I be comfortable being naked around them? Probably not. <laughs> I would not. Would I go on the boat? Are you boat? kidding me? Yeah, I'd they go on the boat. They have flawless bodies. You'd go on the boat. I'd go on the boat. They have flawless bodies. I would be like Natalie Wood on that boat. <laughs> I'd, I'd throw, you'd, throw you off yeah. and be like, where's Ryan? I don't know where he went. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, It's no. an eternal mystery. <laughs> no, they'd throw me off when I took off my clothes. <laughs> no, it's like, I just don't... It, People with like crazily hot bodies, I'm just like, how do you, do you just, you devote your life to being hot? It's so much work. It's it really a lot is. of work. No one, and that's another thing is like, <laughs> I'm like, we're just going off into like La La Land, but like, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Anyone you see that has like a really sexy, amazing body, just know that they work so hard to have that body. Like, there is truly no one, no matter how much they say, like, I don't do anything. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's either they're not eating yeah. or they're eating like so scientifically and working out a ton. Like there's no one that has a really hot body that those doesn't guys work don't for eat. it. Those, those boat boys. I'm sure one of them is gnawing on the boat because they're starving. <laughs> I, th- yeah, I think they, I don't know what their eating habits are, but I think that <laughs> they're working hard to have yeah. chiseled so it looks gorgeous like, like on an instagram story but like there's a lot of blood sweat and queers that went into that body yeah yeah but next time i'm invited on the boat i'm going and next time you're invited to a sex party you're going okay Pro- deal and i don't know how to get over my self-promotion like instagram yeah honey worries. you just need to like conquer that somehow it's really easy you just maybe it. it's a, like i look at people's instagrams and i really judge them for babying out on instagram but then i feel like if i put myself out there then i'm on the table to be judged like, do you think that babe. people are going to perceive you as a babe i understand or that perceive me as like a psycho or be like who is that and not to <sighs> not to sound like i'm so like important that anyone would like go no, out of their way that. to think that but like it's just yeah, like I feel like it's like vulnerable or it's like a yeah. area that I don't feel confident well, being vulnerable in. When I, I feel that way when I do Instagram stories. I'm like, okay, is this like funny or am I just telling a really boring story? And do I feel like, do, are people making fun of me for this? Yeah, and you'll never know. I'll so never I guess know. it's like you can't really worry about it. Yeah. But like there's been times when I've wanted to really like thought out on Instagram, like where you I've should. taken like a sexy photo. I, I know you do. I pictured, posted a picture of my butt and those jeans. I know. Looks good. Those jeans really were challenging for me. Why? They were just like so, such a light wash They're and awful. they were tight. Yeah. Why did you... But my the, butt looked good in them, right? I couldn't get over just the jeans. I know. They were like... Those jeans They were like really, Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> they were like Jordache jeans. Really confused. I've never seen those wear jeans. Them. No, I, that's why I was confused. I was like, where did he get these jeans? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly, I went through a period where I bought a lot of jeans, but I like, don't know how or why. And I just go in my, I go in my closet and I'm like, Those what jeans are all these challenged jeans? me in such a way that I couldn't appreciate just, your ass because I was, had too many questions. That my ass dictates all. Like I will literally buy a, a pair of jeans that are like embroidered with like elephants and I will wear them if my ass looks good in them. Like I will wear anything if my ass looks good in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I actually kind of won't because those jeans were challenging for me too but obviously i bought them 
I got to a point like last year I got, I was in pretty good shape for a while and like took all, like was taking all these photos that I really wanted to post to Instagram. But then I was like, is that off brand? No, no, why you need to do that is you need to post that and just write on the bottom. Don't even come up with a funny caption. Be like, I'm posting this because my body looks great in it. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Just be fully transparent. I think that's honestly, I think that's the new law is to be like, I'm posting this because I like the way I look. I hope you feel the same. XO. <laughs> yeah, because it's like I want to. It's like I want to babe out in certain ways. You put but it a lot of work like into your body. You, you're yeah. allowed to like. So, I'm sorry. Like you put work in that body. Like you can show it off. No, and I feel that way for anyone. And I don't judge people. Oh, for, I like, don't. No, for I'm like pictures, I I'm fully thankful. support. Yeah, but when it comes to me, I just get like I need to be cool, not be uncool with myself. I think you should post a thoughty picture. A so, thought to, picture a day. Wait, no, no. You should post a. To, this will be a double whammy for you. Okay. You should post a thoughty picture to to promote, to promote the new episode of Babe on Monday. Oh, I'm scared. I just you should literally scared. post a picture of you in a bikini or doing whatever hot thing that you're doing to promote it and be like, I'm conquering two things: one, self promotion; number two, posting a thoughty pic. I'm actually sweating profusely. But you should do it. We'll see. You should do it, and you'll know, readers, because you'll know if she posted it or not on monday when you listen uh-huh. to this pod okay well the pressure's on You'll and do it. yeah i'm like so sweaty and freaking out I'll but i really you. but i want to be like i want to be able to embrace a sexual side of myself on social media and you maybe should. that's what's missing i think that would honestly maybe i'm not you got a lot more followers i know and you, maybe i've got a lot more followers and maybe, maybe your career that's would the take missing off ingredient your career would literally me take being off watch you just like thought. post like a, a picture of bikini all of a sudden you're just like the hot funny girl Okay, well, here's what's going to maybe change. <laughs> okay, good. You might be seeing more of my body on Instagram. Or less of her clothes. Or less of my clothes, yeah. Maybe that's the key, is that like I'm just jealous of people who are living their truth. And you, well, I, I'm no, not, I, I'm I know scared what, I know. of people who you're are not, living You're their scared truth. of not looking chic. I understand that. As like a funny, smart person, like being thoughty runs completely contrary to like what we want to be. So like... So, but like, I want want to be perceived as like basic or like it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be like, here's a picture of me looking great. But why Please. can't it's like, why, why can't you? Yeah, I know, I know. Believe me, I, I totally, I mean, like, if you're I've, feeling I've wanted, to, yourself. I've wanted to post pictures of my ass before, <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted to post legit nudes. <laughs> oh, no, I know. It's your two, you're like 48 hours away from posting there's, a nude at any given time. There's this one picture I went to post when I was at the doctor's and I just was wearing a gown and like, you just see the like, like, oh, I love that photo. Yeah. Why didn't you post it? Because it's just up my ass. Okay, well, you have to post that. No. Why? Because I'm posting a picture of my literal ass. So what? That's like embar- Like that's just like that's not chic. That's chic. I'm it worried. I'm good. Like, I know it did. It was a good picture. But it's not like. But like what is it? Like lol. I mean, Rob Delaney did it. I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's a lawler that like has like body thought pictures he in gets his thotty. own way. Yeah. He does. He gets thoughty and he tries to do it in a law way, but I'm like, mm, babe. He's just... a thoughty lawler. He's so hot. Who I are other thoughty lawlers? Him. Kelly Oxford kind of became a thoughty lawler on her recent trip to the Bahamas or wherever she went. I want I want 
to have maybe a thoughty Lawler revolution for myself on social media. And maybe that will make me like it again because I, the bottom line is I have to use social media. Like I don't have an option. I'm just scared of like an employer seeing like, like an employer. Yeah. Literally we don't have jobs that you can get in trouble for social media stuff unless you're like a blithering racist on social media, which neither of us are. But I'm just like, imagining me getting staffed on a show and like my showrunner going through my instagram and being like he just posted a picture of his ass who cares if literally someone did that that would be weird in our profession yeah that's true in other professions yeah don't post pictures of your ass like unless you have like a super private instagram but like in this there are no rules that's kind of one of the perks is that you can just be a psychotic and uh, be yourself you can babe out and then no you're right it doesn't matter okay in a sense okay what are your methods for being like sane with social media and especially instagram like i want to know if people i want to know if readers are trolled by it or more like lulled by it and happy about it because i go so back and forth and another thing post thoughty pictures another thing about social media and instagram for me is that i can always tell when i'm like when I'm not depressed, I want to post more on social media. But when I'm like feeling anxious or depressed, I post, I want to post well, a no lot shit. less. But some people are the opposite. I haven't posted in like two weeks. I like don't have anything to post. I'm literally in an Uber going to and from the Valley having meetings all day. There's nothing. <laughs> and I'm not going to post like me on the Warner Brothers lot. Smiley face. <laughs> at the Warner Brothers lot again. Smiley face. <laughs> You like, become Hollywood. Yeah, like literally, I'm not gonna be like, oh, by, back to stage eleven. Oh, like you know what I mean? Like, oh, writers' room starting. Joke punch up. Smiley face. Hollywood. Can you believe it? Like, I'm not gonna fucking do that. So there's nothing to post. Yeah, I don't know. I need to. I need to have like a social media revolution. So maybe thoughting out is like the thing that will help. We'll see. I think that to promote each episode of Babe, you should do a thoughty picture a week promoting the podcast. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think that's funny. Yeah. Okay yeah okay i'm i'll try that okay i'm sweating but i'll try it okay great i'm terrified but i'll try it maybe we can get that coveted straight guy demo (laughs) we need like a coveted we need a bisexual man demo i know if there only there was one do you have any sky ferrera updates because we had a reader request no she's she's actually she just posted she was in the studio with tamarin yesterday Mm -hmm. um she posted a um clips of the song guardian that she's been mixing for literally four (laughs) years four years we heard guardian when we saw her in concert lara wow no i know she's like and literally like she just posted like clips of it and we're like okay this song should have came out four years ago what the fuck is wrong with you and why is she still in the fucking studio like get out of the studio and just release the goddamn music sad yeah i know she's just like who knows sky's being sky yeah the sky has limits (laughs) okay here's let's get into reader mail okay oh my god what here's a funny one (laughs) Dear Lara and Ryan, I just have to say I started writing this email while listening to the episode where Ryan was talking about the woman in the airport who shouted the airlines don't care about people mid-flight on my way to LAX. I actually had to stop the episode because I was already panicking about missing my international flight due to my flight being an hour delayed. Anyways, I really babed out because once I landed in LA, it dawned on me the time difference meant I was fine and I wasn't going to miss anything. Lol. 
The real point of my email, however, is that I realized how much of a Kristen Doty I was a few years ago and probably why I used to hate her on Vanderpump so much because I was her. Oh, hashtag reflection. I've never told anyone I did this, but I figured who better to confess my sins to. I started dating a guy about four years ago. He had major commitment issues and body image problems, which then he tried to project on me. He refused to call me his girlfriend because he, quote, didn't believe in labels, unquote. Since he was like that with all his previous GFs, I just assumed he wasn't going to change and I was okay with that. However, I found out he was sleeping with other girls in his college courses, so I cut off all contact, blocked him, etc. This meant I couldn't really be a part of the friend group I was in anymore since they were his friends. I made it about a year before I wanted back in that group. But plot twist, he actually had a new girlfriend now. Yes, with the label. It was someone he had worked with that he'd constantly talk shit about. I didn't really have a problem with her until they got together. She became my Ariana. I tried everything I could to wedge myself in between them. I tried to make her jealous by posting on his Facebook, inviting everyone out to events except her. (laughs) That didn't work, and I became so desperate I created fake Tinder profiles for both of them in the hopes people they knew would see them and alert the other. Wait. That is actually insane. (laughs) When that didn't work, I downloaded an app that gives you a fake phone number and messaged him pretending I was one of his GF's friends and explained she was cheating on him and using him for his money. He was super paranoid that women only wanted him for his non-existent wealth. Then I made a fake screenshot of her and her side piece and sent them to him. (gasps) That is a doty thing. I knew what dates to use because I followed her on Instagram under my work account and she would go out of state a lot. So that's when she was having these excursions. No. My ex replied that he needed more evidence. But at that point, I was all out of ideas since I was lying. (laughs) At the time, I was convinced she was cheating anyway. So I wasn't doing anything wrong. I also tried to convince myself I was protecting her because he's super critical of people's bodies and constantly made me feel bad. I assumed he was doing the same thing with her. Basically, I just made up a whole lot of assumptions in my own head to justify my behavior. Ultimately, they did not break up then. And as far as I know, we're still together. I finally realized I didn't want to be with him, even if they did break up and went back to ignoring him. I feel like you guys would appreciate my story. And I have to say, I'm a little proud of my creativity at the time, but also a lot ashamed of what I did. And in my defense, I was in my crazy 20s. Love the pod. Love you guys. Also, please keep my name anonymous. (laughs) Don't worry. I mean, a lot of people have been doing this crazy shit. I honestly think as wild as that story is, I feel like so many people have been that way. I think so, too. And I think, like, you got to do what you got to do to get to a place of zen. You do. And it's not like you were it's not like you were hurting anyone, really, at the end of the day. The only person you were really trolling is yourself. And that's kind of the best case scenario. It'd be one thing if you were going like swim on that guy and his GF, but like you were trolling. I know. I once, I did this to a person actually where, um, I really liked this guy when I was like a freshman in high school or like summer after eighth grade slash freshman year. And he met a girl that I went to church with and they started dating and I was like so jealous and so trolled. And so I made a fake account that was like, I made like a fake AOL screen name, like that was like mermaid 66 or something. (laughs) And then I would just like harass her on it. And I would just, I would just like talk shit to her. And like, she was like my friend and I just like kind of wilded out and like let her have it. Lol. And then she was like, I know this is like, 
a fake thing or something. And then I was like, never mind. And then See, we've got all a, done We've this. all been there to like... I told you I hiked into my ex-boyfriend's MySpace and found pictures of his boyfriend putting a dildo up his ass. Yeah. It's like... It's Be careful just, what you wish for. Yeah. You got to <laughs> do... You kind of got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And if no one's getting seriously hurt, it's just like you're being a psycho and that's fine. He looked incredible and I masturbated to it. <laughs> so I masturbated to my new ex-boyfriend's new boyfriend i love that getting fucked fucking himself with a dildo <sighs> you then, haven't really lived if you haven't been a Kristen doty at yeah some point or the other in of your course life. oh here's a good follow-up from our last episode hi lauren ryan i really love the recent episode where you talked about olivia munn's beauty secrets <laughs> out of all the that hollywood bullshit explanations celebrities come up with to hide the fact that they've had plastic surgery eating japanese sweet potatoes to change your face has <laughs> got to be one of the fucking worst i'm an athlete and i actually eat japanese sweet potatoes multiple times a day and consume at least 10 to 14 pounds of them a week oh my god so i should say i'm somewhat of a jsp expert lol I can say for a fact that they do not change your fucking face. <laughs> if that were the case, I would look like Gwyneth Paltrow and Heidi Klum's genetically modified love child by now, but that's definitely not what I have going on. Anyway, I will keep eating my potatoes because they are fucking delicious and a great source of carbs and lolling about this while I pack them down. Thanks for putting out a great podcast. Oh, love. People love the Olivia Munn. Love. I love that we talked about Olivia Munn. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lars Marie and Ryan. Just want to say that I love the podcast and knowing that there's a new episode every Monday makes it so much easier to get out of bed on a Monday. Anyways, speaking of sleeping, in the past two months, I've had two dreams where I'm in love with Lara. What? Q Ryan lolling. I'm a straight married. <laughs> I'm not lolling. I'm shook. <laughs> I'm a straight married lady who's never even kissed a girl or entertained any thoughts of lesbianism. Yet these dreams have really struck me and felt very real. So real, in fact, that I feel compelled to tell you about them. Is this babe of me? TBD if I'm asking, if, TBD if I'm risking it all by revealing my intimate dreams about someone I've never met. All we did was kiss, but I remember thinking in my dream, she is so fucking cool. And in one of the dreams, Lara threw me a party with all my favorite things. We were basically besties and I was so into it. Then cut to, Lara decided she was over me and ran down the street as fast as she could to escape my smothering love for her. Well, that babe? makes sense. That part makes sense. <laughs> You lost me at Lara throws a party. I'm like, she barely gets out of bed. But but then but then, but then running away from you, that tracks. <laughs> I get out of bed now. You do. Throw a party, no. But no. get out of bed, yeah. We used to throw parties. We used to throw parties. Wasn't that wild? Yeah. We used to throw parties at our apartment. Yeah. That was weird. Events, Events. if you will. Yeah. Like that was what we did that a few times, Laura. But anyways, back to my. So I want to know if any other readers are having <laughs> lesbian fantasies about yeah, because of Laura's bisexuality. Yeah, because of my bisexuality, I love that I'm like entering the dreams of a married woman. I hope her husband feels trolled. And let me know if you're having sex dreams about me and my loose asshole. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Ryan bent over and his I'm, asshole was flapping in the wind. It, <laughs> I know. I really make a point to make myself look as desirable as possible <laughs> on this podcast. I'm like, so here's what's up with my loose asshole. Um, I love that you're having a dream. I, I feel very flattered and excited. And I love the thought that like you're married and that a husband could be trolled with jealousy 
thanks to me. Okay. So if there's a straight on. man. Okay. Wrap it up. Anyways. Anyways. I love it. And I think you're What's not. What's that on your fucking phone? It's a pop socket. For who? For what, me. What's so a you pop socket? Hold your phone like this and not have to like. It makes it Aren't easier you to fucking hold your crazy. No. Where do you get that? An infomercial? No, I got it at the airport. Laura, you're so weird. Everyone's pop socketing now, babe. Get with it. I don't know what that is, and I think you look like a loser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you look like a joke. It's got. Uh, it's kind of losery, but it's good for it's taking losery. body selfies. You know what that is? That's like the people that used to. Oh my god, bring their backpacks <laughs> on on wheelchair like um. This is not like a, a backpack rolly. on a rolly. On a rolly. This People that not, literally brought their backpacks on a rolly. Can it you imagine? For you to look at your phone. Can you imagine who the fuck did that? That was shocking when people would bring their backpacks on a rolly. Are you? Tr- <laughs> I'm like, are you trying to just like that is a put babe. a bullseye on your fucking back? I don't understand. Just put it on your goddamn back and call it a goddamn day. <laughs> I literally was like, why do you make things so much harder on yourself? I never understood that. Oh. Dear Lauren Ryan, I have an entirely different problem. <laughs> I re- As opposed to what? <laughs> <laughs> I really, really want to be a babe, but I'm agonizingly square. Oh. I alternate between <laughs> This American Life and NPR's Money Talk during my morning commute. I cool. Live, I live on the Upper West Side. Cool. I set out my clothes the day before. <laughs> Which truly, there is no need to do so because I wear a variation of the same outfit every day. Black pants, tan boots, a black or white long top, and a tasteful neutral cardigan. I have about 10 internet safari tabs open with reviews for Business Insider's best mops. I hate the smell of pot. The only high I've ever gotten is a little too much NyQuil. I actually love to talk about the weather. I only eat at restaurants I have extensively vetted on Yelp, Google, and Instagram. I always end the night with two drinks. I have never had a one night stand. I genuinely like Jennifer Lopez's clothing line at Kohl's. Titanic is my favorite movie. Listening to the Babe podcast after I finish WNYC's BBC 9am news report is my dirty secret and it makes me feel alive. I'm turning 25 in June and the scary lack of Babe moments is weighing heavily on me. I live vicariously through the stories you share about your life experiences but wonder if there's any hope for me. Am I a never Babe? Honey, uh, you're a babe. Yeah, honey. I think the no, I think the twist is that you're a total babe. I think that like <laughs> like I'm sorry. First of all, yeah. first of all, there's an obsession. I will say when you're like that age, like you know me. I'm sorry. I'm just such a grandma. Like people take weird pride in being like I'm just so boring. But I don't <laughs> think she's taking pride in it. I think she's like really. Oh yeah. I think there's a little bit of that in there. I think there's a little like, you know, I'm not buying what she's selling. And she has probably put cocaine up her vagina at some point. I don't think so. (laughs) You know what? I read, I hear that and I just say, I put drugs up my vagina. (laughs) It's literally what I hear. The first time I read this email, I was like, wow, you are a never babe. And then the second time I read this email, I realized that I had blacked out the first time I read this email when I reached the Jennifer Lopez for Coles line and like my brain refused to process that. As I mean, part that's of a, a personal problem. I can't. So now that I've read that. it again and had to read it out loud and like fully admit to myself and the world and to you, dear reader, that this is your truth. I think that you're not a never babe. You're a babe, but you're also a genius because you love this podcast. Anyways. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just not buying what she's selling. You I'm, think I'm that not she's actually? It. I just think that like I'm not kidding you. There is such a trend, and like you know me, I just don't go outside anymore. I don't party. I'm partying. I'm falling asleep at seven p.m. I'm a grandma. And I honestly think there's like a whole fucking meme culture, Buzzfeed bullshit of this whole like. I'm 24, but I feel so old. Like, I never go out. And I just feel like it's She says she bullshit. goes out. She ends the night with two drinks. That's a lot. It's not a lot. I want to know That's like the never babes. I want to know the never babes. Also, it's really easy. If you want to babe out, just babe out. What the fuck? But also, setting out your clothes the day before is a total babe. Babe does not have to be, like, wild, crazy stories. It can babe be, is it anything. Can, it can be, like, a Tracy Flick-ass shit. Yeah. And that's some Tracy Flick ass shit. The whole fucking like putting out clothes the day before. I put out clothes. All right. Like workout clothes. Yeah, but she's not talking about that. I know, but here's the thing. Babe You're a babe. A babe? Is but not, I also want to know Never Babe's darkest secret. So if Never Babe wants to write again. Is she single? Did she say? Yeah. Uh, did she say? No, she didn't say. She didn't say. Well, there you go. She's having crazy sex. Uh, Never Babe is obsessed with anal. There's something going on. She's like wearing a butt plug right now. She's a collection. She's not telling you she's a drug mule. I want to know. She is a drug mule for someone. We need more. She has a crush on this guy. His name is Brad. And she, <laughs> and to get closer she's to like, him. She's like, I smuggled some heroin in my pussy and asshole. Yeah. To get closer times, to him. And he still won't he talk still to won't me. He still won't talk to me. Am I but nice? also, I love Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. Never babe. <laughs> follow up and tell yeah. us something juicy because yeah, ryan's not, not buying, buying what you're I'm selling over it. This is i'm not... buying what you're selling i'm telling you it's a babe nope. but ryan's not buying it so i need we need more babe evidence babe i think she loves being a never babe and that's what makes her a babe i guess i just don't buy it all right let's find one more fear and loathing in los angeles oh cutie I moved to LA to pursue screenwriting between <gasps> dealing with stressful production company gig and trying to meet people who aren't self-important knowledgers. I haven't written a damn thing in a year. Oh, wow. Dealing with emotional terror of the entertainment industry makes me just want to take a nap and watch Vando after work. Fair. How do you all find the time and motivation to write with a busy schedule? What are some great places to write in town? Well, like I said, I have cerebral palsy money, so that gives me time. <laughs> it's true. Um, I have Adderall, so that gives me time, but I also carve out like periods of time in my schedule where I say, you're going to take an Adderall and write. So you just have to find pockets. I, f- I write in pockets of time. I don't ever set aside an entire day to write something because it will overwhelm me and I will feel like stressed out. I usually write every day in the morning, but I would say, honestly, I haven't written really anything in the last month because... I am doing other stuff. I have like meetings every goddamn day, all day. And so I haven't had time to write. And I remember I did a punch up on this um, pilot on Monday or something. And uh, I loved it. I was like, I was in a room just like doing jokes, Mm -hmm. doing little revisions and all that stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I've missed actually like doing this. Yeah. Writing because I haven't done it in a while. So uh, best places to write in town. Okay. So I used to go to this place called Mojo. Um, which like weirdly closed down for like a brand overhaul. A reader wrote in about Mojo. Shut 
Uh, yeah. What did, what did he, she say? They said that they were like, is Mojo a babe? Because they were having a facelift and like redoing it. And Wait, he was like calling Are out. you kidding me? No, yeah. They had the same reaction that you did to Wait, Mojo. that's crazy because I'm wondering if I know this person. Or... Let me find so it. Mojo so is, Mojo was a good place for Mojo's you. a coffee shop that next to my next to my gym. And I love it because A, it's next to my gym. And I have like, I have to like work out. Oh yeah. Here we go. Okay, go ahead. Hi, Ryan and Lara. First of all, Lara, I fully identify with your recent name spelling struggles. As you can see from my name, it's something that's been trolling me. I don't even know, actually. Saja? Okay. Saya? Sarah? Anyways. Okay. (laughs) Oh, it's pronounced Saya. Saya. Yeah. Saya, you love me. Saya, you love me. (laughs) Okay. I just babed out trying to pronounce Saya's name, and when it, the literal next sentence was, "It's pronounced Saya," oh, so I went oh through my God. all the babe trolls. That's and funny. Now she knows my struggle even more. Anyways, I have a question regarding Ryan's coffee shop freelancing locale, oh. locale of choice, Mojo. <gasps> I've been harboring a secret opinion about this place for months, nay, years, and finally I feel the strength to speak my truth. Ooh. It's a total coffee shop babe, maybe even a babe, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I, I agree. know that this place has its lovers and friends. My own boyfriend is a devout follower of Easton and Mojo, and there are times when I think being able to walk a few blocks down the street to crank out a few hours of work there is the only thing keeping him from the brink of babedom. He works remotely, and knowing he needs to put on an outfit that is not Nike joggers just in case he runs into Michael P. Jordan's trainer, Dakota Johnson, is just the motivation he needs. And yes, I'm aware he should probably send in his own babe letter. I also know that Ryan is a huge fan, having heard him talk about it on the pod and uh, even seen him in person there. I wanted to what? say hi, but my anxiety over whether or not I should tell you how much I love the ass talk took too long to work through, and by that time you were gone. The place seems to have its devoted followers and clearly has been keeping things right and tight enough to stay afloat financially. But I can't help but be appalled at what I see as total babedom from floor to ceiling. There's one single outlet for every patron to oh, share. Oh, I know. They only know. have cold brew, not iced coffee. I know. Their food selection is undesirable uh, if it even exists at all yes the tables are doing their best but sadly their best is not up to par I and agree. then today happened according to a sign that someone typed up in what <laughs> appears to be comic sans yep. or some variation thereof and taped to the window of the place they closed on short notice to quote reimagine our cafe unquote they are apparently rebranding and adding new products at first i felt bad mojo was clearly trying to live laugh love as a mediocre coffee shop without a care in the world that's what i mean but then they started listening to the trolls that's me i also of course became immediately concerned about whether this would send my boyfriend into a spiral but then i realized it sent me in a spiral since mojo is a babe babe and this reimagining is mojo getting bangs to which i leave you with one final question are you going to call 911 or should i (laughs) sincerely a loyal reader who is also wondering if ryan has any recommendations for mojo alternatives so here's the deal the readers are desperate for a place to write Tell i them have where been to go. i have been through hell <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly i have been i've seen it all you're like i've been to rehab i've no, been to prison you don't understand mojo was the glue of my life like yeah. between mojo and that was easton, every day between mojo and easton i went to mojo and easton every single day and it made going to the gym a lot easier for me because i would just work right and then i'd go work out easy easy i don't like wouldn't have to change none of that stuff um i'm confused i've been at mojo for a long time i've been at easton for a long time i know everyone there I'm like family <laughs> <laughs> 
when are they reopening? Did you talk to any of your family I, I about have what's not, happening? Well, here's the thing. I've spent less time at Mojo at Mojo slash Easton because number one, my trainer went to go train Ben Affleck in Hawaii, which was rude. Rude. I know. I was like, also like train him harder. <laughs> like, he yeah. looks really bad. <laughs> so train him to be less of a dick. Oh, I know, right? Um, and then I so I have a trainer now at this place called Muscle Mechanics down the street. Um, so I only go to Easton Muscle now. Muscle Mechanics. Where's that? It's um in like that shopping center where Kinko Copy is on La Cienega in Beverly. Dark. No, it's fine. Okay. Allison Janney works out there. Cheap. Um, so basically, I go there twice a week, and so I only go to Easton three times a week. And I haven't seen my beloved Toby, who's like the silver fox daddy who like runs the place. But I need to tell him like what is going on, Toby. Part of why people loved Mojo was that it was so bleak. Like everyone like kind of loved that it was janky. And it was yeah. janky. Like it was not, it was no frills, which I loved. It was no like attitude. It was not going to be like, it's not like, bl- it's not fucking blue. Yeah, yeah. It's not like fucking blue bottle, Instagram, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, they're I just liked, like, do and you, you want what? something the to eat? The coffee was good. The coffee's good. And then I like the like, coffee. I kind of like the food because they're just like, I like here's the food too. For, here's like a 250 calorie wrap. Yes. Or like hard boiled eggs. Honestly. Protein only. That's no, how I wash no my fatties. That's please. how I wash my weight. I would just yeah, eat a Ryan little. Yeah, lived off the wraps. Oh my god, the wraps. Much or, to my chagrin. Yeah, I would, it was a wrap on being fat for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I I don't know what to tell you. I've been lost. I've been like a ship without an anchor, and I've been going to Blue Bottle, which I don't like. I I actually think Blue Bottle sucks, and they give you the smallest little coffees, and then you're just like done with them, and they're like mm-hmm. four million dollars, and um. My lunches are gone. I mean, that would be my lunch every day. So now I go to like beef steak around the corner and get you had a, a beef steak. Yeah. To work? No. To eat. I don't know where I work. I'm confused. I don't know where I work. I honestly work at home. I work at home. I work at home. I work upstairs. Jonathan works downstairs. But it's fucked up. I honestly, I feel like by these, the, I feel like a rebrand is like putting a lipstick on a pig. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, let's be honest, Mojo. Well, they could put in more. Mojo outlets. has no Mojo, and that's why that's its Mojo yeah. to me. I love Mojo. I'm rider fucking die, and I am shook by the rebrand, and I and I, I am scared about what they're gonna do. A Comic Sans sign does not bode well. No, and it closed really suddenly. It was like it was like it, they posted the sign on Friday. It was closing Sunday. What if they were like investigated by the health department? No, that's not going to happen. Well, I don't know. I work from home. I don't. So leave. okay. So wait, hold on. So there's this place called Madison Park. It's not great. It's like an Instagram coffee shop, but and there's like weirdly uncomfortable couches to work on, which I don't work on a couch. I need like no. A, I, need, I will fall asleep if I. Well, work also on a couch. I need like back support. Hmm. Although I did run into a reader from Babe there. That was nice. Um, also, if you see Ryan out in the wild, say hi. He literally loves it. For only so long. Well, yeah. Say hi and goodbye. Yeah. Just go, I gotta, babe. Because I got to go to work. Yeah. yeah. I know. Just say, babe. And I'll understand. And then you'll know. And that's it's like, the it's best. It's like the bat signal. Yeah. That's the ba- the babe signal. Yeah. Is the best way to communicate with him. Extended conversation. With Lara, you can actually just talk to her for literal hours. She'll, she'll I will indulge. She will indulge. I she'll take her talk. out to eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Take me out to eat. Take her out to eat. <laughs> she loves that. She's I like, live. You pay. Take, I yeah. Go. Take her out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, Lara's, that's Lara's motto of life. You pay. I go. She's worth it. <laughs> I am. She's like, she delivers. Honey, people she don't delivers. take me on vacations for nothing. I know. They you, take me on vacations because I'm fun. People take you on vacations all the time. Because I'm a fun person to travel with and hang with. No, you definitely earn your keep. I earn it. 
Mm-hmm. I work for the money <laughs> and I make it look effortless because it is. Anyways, right. uh, good luck finding done? places. Yeah, I think we're done. What else? There was one. Oh, babe of the week. So we're going to do babe of the week differently. Oh, yeah, we are. Because yeah. we have a lot to think about. We're busy. <laughs> busy being, <laughs> we're busy being business women. Packed schedules being yeah. business women and trying to get business deals. Right. So we, and we've fallen off by accident yeah. on naming babes of the week. I mean, but my babe of the week would be Odessa. Adeline, my babe but. of the week would be your computer. Oh, right. But don't that's know. we don't have to get into that right yeah, now. Basically, Ryan bought a computer when Mercury was in retrograde that literally is a lemon. It and it has broken. It two months. I got yeah, it. Yeah, and Ryan refuses to get stern with the Apple employees and demand a new computer. So and I instead, just he just keeps going and letting them repair it. And then it breaks again. And, and he's done this four times. It's been four it times. And literally, I he went, refuses to get stern. I went last week and they were like, okay, your computer is good as new. And then I was like, that's not possible. They're like, no, no. No, it is. And they, I've been gaslit. I have been totally gaslit. No, by the but employees. you're now. And then they tried turning it on. Fool and they me once, turn it on. shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So you're now in a fourth <laughs> round of shame. What? You had to think about that. You thought you did it wrong. Yeah, I did think I did it wrong, yeah. but I did it right. And you're like, fool me four times. I know. Kill yourself because you are literally. You need to come with me next time. I will come with you next time and I'll lay down the law. Yeah. You need to because I'll I be can't like, this do is it. unacceptable. I know. I'm going to speak to a manager and we're going to get you a new computer. But was, for right now, your lemon computer. I had an Mac Uber up. driver pick me up after that whole debacle, and I was like talking to my friend Claire on the phone. I was like, "This is fucked up." Like da da da. And then I like, she's like, "Okay, I gotta go." I'm like, "Okay, bye." And it was right when we were pulling up to the house, and mm-hmm. the Uber driver was like, "Oh, I'm sad you're leaving. You sounded like you were fun." <laughs> it's like what. <laughs> I, I wonder scored. what your Uber drivers think of you. Like how, what I person have a really good rating. I have 4.8. Really? Yeah. 4.88. It's good. Whoa. I know. Cause I'm not a psycho. I know, but you do get on, you just get in there and then talk. On I have the phone, phone calls. Yeah. I have phone you take calls. a phone call I, and you go, I have phone you calls babe constantly. out on the phone call. Yeah. Well, like sometimes you'll be talking to me about very private things and then I'll realize you've been in an Uber the whole time. Oh yeah. You don't care. No. That's probably why they rate you high. Yeah. Cause maybe. they just, you live, laugh, love. It's no entertaining. Regrets. So yeah, that's my babe of the week for you, but here. Okay. So we're not going to think of babes of the week anymore. Yeah, we can't. We don't have the bandwidth. Yeah, so we're actually going to give you a job and employ yeah. the readers. You're hired. To You're think hired. Of, guys, the good You're news. hired. You got it. You got the job. Got and job. so you guys can think of babes of the week and yeah. then email babepodcast at gmail.com and tell us who your babe of the week nominees are. And, and then we'll pick, we'll the pick one. one and I'll or pick if one. one gets nominated multiple times, then clearly yeah. the winner. So it's like, we want to leave this in your hands. You now know what qualifies people to be babes. Yeah. Like we trust you. Get you no, you get, get it. it. Yeah. So write us babepodcast at gmail.com with your babe of the week. And yes. from here on out, it's your call. <laughs> no pressure. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Babe Podcast. Yeah. Check out my YouTube. Oh, yeah. Influence. Influence.life. You guys will love it. It's so good. Just type that into your browser. That's the website. It will direct you to my YouTube channel with Graydon. And yeah. you really need to like and subscribe. Right. And what else? That's it. I love you. I love you. <laughs> oh, goodbye. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.